Welcome to the Inspired Word of God. My name is Marcia. Today, I would like to talk about what really matters. In Luke 10.38-42, it says, Now it came to pass, as they went, that he entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about, much serving, and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. Martha was cumbered, Jesus said. To be cumbered is to be overloaded, hindered, and troubled. Mary's focus was on the things of this world. She was more focused on getting things served and her not having to do it all herself than what the Lord was talking about. It's easy to take your eyes off the Lord and become consumed by work or events that are planned. For Martha, she had God in the flesh sitting in her house and she was troubled by having to do all the serving herself instead of listening to his word. She felt that her sister should be up helping with serving instead of sitting at Jesus' feet. Martha saw Mary sitting there listening as not as important as getting up and helping her serve. Jesus told Martha he would not take away from Mary what was needed. The Cares of This World Luke twelve twenty nine. it says, And seek not ye what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind. God's word tells us not to worry about drink and food. Martha's concern for those things of the world, the cares of the world, serving up food. Somebody might say, well, that part is important if you're going to serve food to get it served. I wouldn't dispute that, but I would say in, in response to it, we are concerned about the cares of this world. How much are we missing in a day's time of what God is placing before us? At one time or another, we probably have been concerned about the little things, but there is a time and a place. Jesus was given his word. Those are instructions for life. Are you cumbered by the cares of this world? Are those cares so important that you are distracted, missing what God is saying to you? It's not that we shouldn't take care of things day to day. But the question is, do we make time for God and his word? As Mary sat listening to Jesus, she was doing what it says in John 6:27, Labor not 
for the meat which perishes, but for that meat which endures until everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him hath God the Father sealed. That spiritual meat that feeds your spirit, that is the meat we should be chewing on. It concerns our eternity. Luke 10.40 Martha was cumbered about much serving. And she said to the Lord, Dost thou not care? God wants us to think about others, not just be concerned with ourselves. Remember when the disciples wanted Jesus to send everyone away because they were in the desert and there was no food there? Matthew fourteen fifteen, And when it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, This is a desert place, and the time is now past. Send the multitude away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals. Jesus refused to send them away. Matthew fourteen sixteen seventeen, But Jesus said unto them, They need not depart, give ye them to eat. And they say unto him, We have here but five loaves and two fishes. We know what happened in that part of the story. Jesus prayed over the food, and the five loaves and the two fish fed over 5,000 people that day. We don't want to be so consumed by our own needs that we lose focus on what is most important. The word of God and people receiving his word, that is what is most important, including us receiving his word. Jesus told Martha in Luke 10:42, but one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. That thing that was needful for Mary that she chose was listening to God's word, his word and his teachings. As we read the holy scriptures, we too will know his teachings, his instructions for life. Even as a young boy, he was talking with people and giving his word. It tells us in Luke 2.46, And it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. Jesus spreading his word to others, that was another purpose for him being here. He calls us to do the same. We not only should strive as best we can to live as he instructs us to, but we should be a witness to others about him. Sharing a testimony of what God has done for you, that can be a blessing to someone who is struggling spiritually. They may even be in a similar situation, and you sharing your testimony of what God has done for you blesses them and increases their faith. Martha was too concerned about being left to do all the work herself to grab a hold of what Jesus was telling the others. Proverbs 8.34 Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, 
waiting at the post of my doors. King Solomon wrote Ecclesiastes. He was the wisest man in the world, yet he also went through some trials and tribulations in his life because he chose to give in to flesh instead of following the wisdom that was gifted him. The word of God warns us about these things. The things that are present in this world that can separate us from him. In Ecclesiastes 1 verse 1 and 2, it says, The words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. Vanity of vanities, saith the preacher. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. For all the wealth, property, fame, notoriety, and other material possessions Solomon had, he summed it all up as all is vanity. 1 Corinthians 13.3 And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, I have not charity, it profit me nothing. It doesn't matter what you have, possession-wise, money-wise, it doesn't matter how many good deeds you do in life. If you don't love as God has told us to love, it's all for nothing. Your possessions, your wealth, your good deeds that you do for people are not going to get you into heaven. In Ecclesiastes 12, 13, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. This conclusion that Solomon came to in verse 12, in verse 13 of chapter 12, is to fear God and keep his commandments. And that is what we should be doing. When you fear God, you recognize who he is in his sovereignty and divinity. To fear God is to respect God. John 17, 3 tells us, And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Mark eight thirty six, For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul. The word of God teaches us many things. To be humble, love one another, be kind, and obedient to God's word. These are just a few. In paraphrasing Mark 8.36, what does it profit anyone to gain the world? All of the riches the fame, the fortune, the notoriety, those things that Solomon had, only he had wisdom more than any man on earth. But what, what good does it do to have all of those things if in the end you lose your soul to hell because you choose not 
to recognize God for who he is, the one true God. Because you know who God is and you recognize him as the one true God, but you choose to live life how you want to live it. You ignore his commandments and you straddle the fence and you think, okay, well, I can love God, honor God, do good deeds, and I'm going to make it in. Tithe my money to the church, give to the poor, do all of these wonderful, awesome things because I'm awesome like that, and I'm going to make it in. And you think, well, I'm, I know who God is. I pray to God. He answers my prayers. So we have a, a connection. We have a relationship. But you are doing things opposite of his word. And you say, I'm going to make it in. What, what good does it do to profit all of these things and have all of these things if in the end you lose your soul to hell. And I know some people preach once saved, always saved, and they use the scripture to back up their, their claim. And I don't believe once saved, always saved, because God has given us instructions down here on what to do and what not to do. And if once saved, always saved, why do we need to, to repent? And why do we need to ask forgiveness? If once saved, always saved, that would cover it all. And, and I don't agree with that once saved, always saved. I believe if you do wrong, you need to ask God to forgive you and you need to turn away from that sin. He gives us the commandments and the mandates for a reason and he wants us to live by them and he tells us to live by them and if we do wrong we need to correct that wrong I totally understand there are many preachers there are many pastors and ministers out there who will disagree and they preach once saved always saved I will not preach or teach once saved always saved and I won't deceive anybody by trying to convince them otherwise because I believe that if you do wrong you have to make it right and you have to turn away from that sin which is repentance because that's what God tells us to do I, I can't I can't see how somebody is going to walk into heaven having fornicated, committed adultery, they've lied, they've stolen, they've cheated, they've killed, and then let's say they die. I, I can't see how a person can just simply walk right into heaven having done all of that without having made right those things that he or she has done wrong in their life down here on earth. But as I see it, as long as we draw breath and we're walking down here on this earth, 
we have every opportunity to get it right. And if we read the word of God and we live by it, we should not have a problem. So I come to you in prayer. Heavenly Father, I come as a humble servant asking that you remove the deception from our eyes as to the cares of this world. May you touch our hearts and draw us to you. I pray we gain wisdom in hearing and doing what you have instructed in your holy scriptures. Let us gain understanding of what really matters. For it is really a matter of eternal life versus eternal damnation. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.